0: Thank you for tuning in to the Windsor Youth Daily Podcast, a podcast to help us live for Jesus every day by looking up, in and out. Hey guys, hope you're all doing well. Thanks for tuning in to Windsor Youth Daily. So far, we've looked at how our God, Yahweh, is good. He is unknowable, yet knowable. He is love and light. He is unchangeable and faithful, and he is holy. Today, we're going to explore another one of God's names, another one of his attributes, which were first introduced to in Genesis 22, if you want to turn there with me, and that is Yahweh Yireh, or Jehovah Jireh, or God will provide. So what's happening in Genesis 22, where God first reveals this name to us? I'm not going to read the whole passage, so maybe you want to pause the podcast here and read it for yourself before we move on to the rest of the podcast. Here, we read Abraham is being tested by God. God has asked Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac. Earlier in Genesis, we read of God promising Abraham that he is going to make him into a great nation. At this point, Abraham and his wife Sarah have no children, and yet they trusted in God. When Isaac was eventually born, Abraham was 100 years old and Sarah was 90. So yeah, they had been waiting a really long time for this promise to be fulfilled. So this must have been devastating, but still we read of how Abraham trusted God and by faith obeyed. He set out with Isaac to offer him up as a sacrifice to God. And just as Abraham was about to kill his son, God stopped him. He spoke through the angel of the Lord, saying, as we read in verse 12, Do not lay a hand on the boy, do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God, because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. And then we read on in verses 13 and 14. Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. So Abraham was right to be confident in God's provision. Maybe it was because God had come through for him time and time again. So why shouldn't he trust that God would do it now? Or maybe it was because he had tried to take matters into his own hands before, as we see this in the story of Hagar and Ishmael earlier in Genesis, and that didn't turn out for the best. So from this he learned to trust God's ways are better. Either way he was right to be confident in God's provision. Now hopefully God's not going to ask your parents to sacrifice you and he's probably not going to ask you to sacrifice any kids you might have in the future. So what does God's provision look like for us today? What does God's provision look like during this time of lockdown and social distancing and isolation and how can we think up in and out when it comes to this attribute of God? The first thing I think of, especially coming up to Easter, is how this story points us to Jesus, God's Son, offered up and actually sacrificed for us all, one of God's greatest provisions. Then when Jesus went back to heaven, he provided us with his Holy Spirit, another one of God's great provisions, God in us and with us at all times. And if that was all God ever did for us, that would absolutely be more than enough, but he didn't stop there. He provides abundantly for us. And what's really cool? as we don't even have to ask him to provide. Of course we can and we should pray to God about any and everything. And if you need a particular provision, of course God wants to hear from you. But what is so cool is God will provide is not just something he does, it's his name. It's in his nature. Just as God is good and he is holy and he is love and light, and he is so all the time, he is always providing. Right now, we look around us and see people stockpiling food, toilet roll, whatever else. We see people with legitimate worries about money, people worrying about how they'll provide for themselves and their families as places of work close, and people may end up losing their jobs. And we see people with concerns about their own health or the health of their loved ones. There's a very tangible atmosphere of anxiety and fear in our world right now. I don't think we even have to look that hard to see how God is providing for us in this time. We don't need to be people who stockpile. Yes, our physical needs are legitimate, and God knows that. But as the world story right now is one of panic and worry, I think we've been given an amazing opportunity to be salt and light, to live out a different story. Now, don't un- misunderstand me. I'm not trying to downplay the very real difficulties people are dealing with like serious illness or economic problems, but in our fear, we can choose to sit and catastrophize and panic as the world does, or we can take our fears to God and receive his provision of peace in the midst of our fear. As it says in John fourteen twenty seven, "'Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid.'" So instead of trying to distract ourselves from our worries or let them take over completely, we have the opportunity to stand out as we take our worries to God and experience his peace. I don't know about you, but one of my biggest stumbling blocks in my walk with God is time. Having enough time in the busyness of life to spend in his word, to spend praying to him, but now I can't use that as an excuse because life is looking a lot less busy these days. So maybe with school music lessons, sports, etc. being cancelled in this time of isolation, God is providing us with the opportunity to get into better rhythms with him. While we have nothing but time, so why not take the opportunity to really get stuck into his word? Why not take the opportunity to spend extended periods of time in prayer? And maybe this will be a time we can look back on someday and say we took big strides in our walk with God and grew closer to him than we had ever been previously. Maybe, as we can no longer gather as Windsor Baptist, as clay, as fuse, as transit, etc., maybe God is providing us with the opportunity to truly be a church without walls. Church isn't the building. It's the people of God. We are the people of God. We are a church. And our God is a creator who has made us creative. So maybe it's an opportunity to explore creativity in how we are church. Maybe it's an opportunity to use technology for good, to be wonderfully inventive and relationally close to find creative ways to love each other when we can't be with each other in person. I don't know what your relationships with your families are like. Maybe you can't wait to spend extra time with your families, or maybe you'd rather isolate elsewhere. And if this is how you're feeling, maybe this is time God is providing for you to invest more time into your family, to work through whatever issues may have, and maybe to grow closer to each other. Maybe as exams are cancelled and the future looks a little more uncertain we've been provided with an opportunity to really lean into god and fully surrender our futures to him since we can't hold on to our own plans maybe this time with the coronavirus spreading provides us with a reminder of our fragility and i don't mean to be bleak or morbid but also our mortality maybe this time serves to remind us that we live in a fallen world And that should get us excited for the day when Jesus comes back to fully restore everything just as he said he would. Or the day when we get to spend eternity with him in paradise. And maybe that should also encourage us to be bolder when it comes to sharing the gospel with our friends and family who don't know Jesus. So maybe this might have been a really out there way to think of God's provision, or maybe it wasn't. Just as we can clearly see that God is good and he is faithful, he is holy, and everything else we've explored in the other episodes, maybe we need to look a little more intently so that we can see his provision no matter what the circumstances. So let's look up to God and choose to seek his provision in this time. May the Holy Spirit continue to mould and shape us as we live for Jesus every day. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same place.